analyzes the mission from yesterday on the topic of Derech Rechoka, how far away must one be outside Yerushalayim to be considered too far away for being able to avoid getting pushed off to Pesach Sheni. So calculate this, the Gemara had to figure had to figure out how the distance that the average person could walk it says five mil between between dawn and sunrise. And Rava's opinion is brought as a proof. So the world is six thousand parsa, it's parasangs, and the thickness of the rakia, the thickness of the firmament in the heavens, is one thousand parsa. Therefore, here's the math. Now uh, the average person can walk forty mil in a day. Thirty of those between sunrise and sunset. Five before and five after until nightfall. So a total of 40. The thousand parsa of the rakia is going to be one-sixth of what the sun travels in a day, which is 6,000 parsa, and that would be in a total of a day. So the Gemara raises some questions on this, and comes one comes from Tana Develiau, that the entire inhabited part of the world is under one star. Therefore, the world must actually be bigger than 6,000 parsa, because in any direction you go, the star actually is just going to stay where you are, stay where it is, no matter how far away, clearly... It must be bigger than 6,000 parsas. That's the question that's raised on Rava, among a number of other questions. Comes to Ostos and asks, based on a medrash, that really there should be three stars for the three equal components on earth. One-third land, one-third water, and one-third desert. And this Tosos and our daf actually wound their way into a perush of Bachaye. Very interesting comment, Rebbeinu Bachaye to Sefer Bamidbar Perak Yud, near the end of the Perak, which is the section in Parshas Baloscha that transitions from Amisho camping at Harsinai, preparing to begin the journey away from Harsinai to the land of Israel, the Mount Sinai experience to go to the land of Israel. And over there, in the Torah, there's a break in the action. There's a, these unusual simanim, these unusual symbols, which kind of look like backwards Letter nuns, one before, and then there's a two psukim in the flow of the narrative, and then one after, and it begins the journey from Har Sinai to the land of Israel. What is in between these psukim? The psukim, Vayhi bin Aron, Kuma Hashem, Panacha, with the words we say, the words we use, we took from the Torah, and we use when we take out the Torah from the Aaron when we when we read in, in our shuls. And so then the march toward Ertisol. So what was the purpose of these? What was the purpose of the purpose of these? So Rabbi Machai explains that the issue is not about Bnei Yisrael imminently entering Ertisol to wage war, because often that was the understanding. It's all about God and Hashem vanquishing our enemies, conquering the land. That's not actually the case. As you calculate, how there were still numerous more stops this uh, to, in order to get into Ertisol. So what was it about? It was about Emunah. It was about faith that Hashem created the world, yesh me'ayin, something from nothing. In the outside world, the belief was that the world always was, olam kadmon, this can be seen in the mythologies of Bavel, for example, the universe always was. And then they had these gods that were created, and they had these mythologies that you could read about, about how the gods were created. But by us, lahavdil, Kadosh Baruch always was. And and how did the world created? Bereshis Baralakim. Kosh Baruch Hu created the world. Kosh Baruch Hu created the universe. Yesh me'ayin. So what's the difference? So if you believe in the latter, Hashem is the master of the world. Therefore, we can have hashkacha. We can have divine providence. We can have onish, reward and punishment in this world. Therefore, our matters, our, our actions matter. We have a system we must follow. And what we do can have consequences, both for the positive and for the negative. But the former says, the existence of the world does not depend on Kosh Baruch Hu. So, so do whatever you want. So what's the greatest Yetzirah to believe the world always was? That's the greatest problem. A person will say, 
see the great natural sights of the world, mountains, Niagara Falls, the great wonders of the world, and a person will say, maybe it was all here. So the three components of the world, the, the land, the desert, and the and the, the water, one could say it was always here. So this explains Rabbi Nechaya with this debt, with this with this idea behind Baruch Therefore, they now that's what we have to say when we see these beautiful things in the world. We make a bracha as we realize it, it wasn't here forever. It's something that Nikosh Baruch created. So now they're traveling away from the miraculous experience of Kriyas Yamsuf and Matan Torah, and they're moving into a life of natural, going to Eretz We'll see the mountains and seas and make. Not, not make a mistake. Nothing wrong. Everything was always here. Comes Moshe and says, Kuma Hashem Hashem is involved at every turn. His absolute power to destroy enemies. People spend thousands of dollars to fly around the world and see these sites. And so many don't stop to ask, wonder, where did this all come from? A Jew says, Marabu Masech Hashem, Hashem